from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. How are you? Yes, today is Wednesday, July 7th, year of our Lord, 2021. And don't think that I am not going to switch right over to President Trump as soon as he comes out. I have the live feed right now going on, watching the RSBN live feed on Rumble, because we won't give YouTube any more attention than they need. Welcome to Live from America. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, a.k.a. the Hip Hop Patriot. And I noticed that my good friend Dave Bray USA has now coined himself the Rock and Roll Patriot. So we got a little bit of uh, you know peanut butter and jelly, a little bit of black and white going on, a little yin and yang uh, going on with me and Dave Bray. USA and a big shout out to him and his entire family, his wife Becky and his two boys out there crushing it, out there spreading the gospel, spreading patriotism and giving people hope and, uh, and, 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 and laughter and good vibes and good music. You can't beat that. So let me go while we're waiting for President Trump to come out and I promise you, you don't have to switch over. I will play it right here unless you're watching on Roku or YouTube where you can't see my screen. I'm working on that. There's supposed to be an option uh, using the program that I'm using to kind of mirror your screen so that you can see all over what everybody sees on Rumble. Um, for some reason, that isn't working. You know, tech stuff. But anyway, there's 1,500 of you watching already on Rumble, and uh, I would encourage you on Rumble and on YouTube, since you're on social media, to just reach down, press that share button. If you have to copy the link and share it, that's a little bit more difficult. But please do that now. Let's get as many people, eyeballs and eardrums on Life from America as possible so that they can hear the uh, gospel, hear the good news, and hear the truth that we speak right here from the LFA family every single day. And if you're on YouTube, click the like button, click the notification bell so that you can get notified. Um, and also, if you're on Rumble, then hit that plus sign down there because we need to rumble other videos. We need to battle other other videos. And I got to tell you, if you switch over to Newsmax on Rumble right now, they're doing a live feed and they're only getting about 5,000 people watching. We get up to 7,000 people on Live from America. And I'm not saying that I'm bigger than Newsmax or anything like that, because I'm definitely not. But what it shows you is the determination, the loyalty, and the support from the Live from America family. So I'm going to go right now. Sheila Serino watching on Rumble. She says, hello, my fellow conspiracy theorists. (laughs) Guys, check out where Trump is speaking from. I know it looks like the White House, right? It's not. But it looks a lot like it. It looks very presidential. And I'll be pulling that up as soon as President Trump comes out. He'll have a few speakers before him, but I want to make sure that uh, we shoot over as soon as he's speaking so we can find out what he's saying. Gail from Ocala, Florida. All is great. Good to see you. Jennifer Bishop from Tennessee is watching on Rumble. Where's my buddy Corn Pop, says Casey. I'm sure Corn Pop will be here very, very, very soon. Um, let's see. i got a pocket constitution of the United States at our local fair. There was a Republican table. Well, that's great. That's amazing. I, I give them out when we're on the Save America Freedom Tour as well, as well as I'll start adding Bibles to that because I got a lot of Bibles and it's really hard to sit down and send them all out. Becky from South Dakota, good morning to you too. Thank you so very much. EJ from Michigan, the great state of Michigan. A lot going on there as well. Chris from Nashville says he watches two times a day. And I got to tell you, the outpouring support and love that I get from you guys through email, through letters, the letters that you guys send me are so personal. Oh, here's President Trump. So let's go over and listen to President Trump now. Let's do that right now before we lose it. Why don't you start? 
Thank you, Mr. President. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Brooke Rollins. Let's see lots of friendly faces in the crowd and, and other faces. I am the president and CEO of the America First Policy Institute. Uh, before we founded, along with our chairman, Linda McMahon and Larry Kudlow, the America First Policy Institute, I had the honor and privilege of working for President Donald Trump as his domestic policy advisor in the White House. Well, while somebody else, while, while other people are speaking right now, we're going to continue on um, until President Trump comes to the podium. And, 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 and I apologize for those watching on Roku and YouTube. You only have the audio. Um, but you know what? It's, it's better than nothing. Anyway, the, the, the scene that is set is beautiful, and, and if you guys are watching it, you'd see, you would see that. But again, if you're watching on Rumble, um, I, I encourage you, if you're watching on YouTube, and you can get on Rumble, go over there, and I'll show you the video. But the outpouring support and the love you guys send is absolutely incredible. I have never in my life had so many people uh, say such nice things about myself and my family. And my wife and I, we read these letters. We cry when we read these letters, some of them. Some of them, you guys are pouring your hearts out to us. You're giving us your testimonies and how you came to Jesus. Jesus, and a lot of them, I'm going to say, is because of watching live from America. And all glory goes to God. That glory does not go to me. I am nobody other than a, a, a voice and, 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 a, and a conduit and a tool for God to get out the gospel. So just truly incredible. And uh, I want to uh, highlight a few people here on YouTube as well. Perry Hampton is watching. Renee Cloran says, conspiracy conservative here. That's exactly right. Miranda Dolan, good morning from uh, Dillon, Florida. I couldn't get... To comment page on Rumble. Well, I'm sorry to hear about that, um, but just keep trying. Beth Smith, Rumble is getting better, by the way. Thomas Hammaker says, "Good morning." Uh, Beth Smith says, "Thanks for speaking the truth." You know what? That is what I, that is a reoccurring thing that I see in letters. People are saying, "Thank you, thank you, thank you for getting the truth out there," because the truth is all that matters. Um, and and you know what? I'll do that until the until the day the Lord tells me to stop, or or until the day that I can't do it anymore. Um, Let's see. Good morning, live from America family. Says, let's go, Lou. Um, I'd also like to thank um, the following people. I got letters in the, in the mail from, from all these people and, and also uh, donations as well. Uh, Louis Spencer, thank you. Sandy Duvall, Susan Achiari, Charles Soule. I hope I said that name right, by the way. Uh, Julian Roy Simmons, which I also show you a present. That, or Sims, excuse me, not Simmons. Julian Roy Sims. I'm going to show you a present that they sent. Uh, of course, Dennis and Tatiana Sled, who have been a massive, massive loyal supporters of, of Live from America, and, and send my wife some amazing things too. Thank you so much. And Karen Napier, I opened up a letter today from or a, 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 a piece of mail from Karen Napier today, and it was a $1,000 donation. I mean, that kind of stuff is incredible. We've had a few people that send that amount before, and it just helps so much. It goes such a long way. And I just want to thank you, Karen. God bless you. And, and, and many blessings to you for, for being so kind and being so uh, generous with your hard-earned money. Thank you so very much. Uh, but this is the shirt that was sent to me by Julian Roy Sims. And it doesn't get any better than this, folks. Made in the USA. Matter of fact, I was going to get a tattoo on the back of my neck one time that said made in the USA. And who knows, I might still do it. Probably just not on my neck, though. Um, big shout out to RSBN, too, by the way. They got 140,000 live viewers right now on their Rumble page. Rumble is taking over YouTube piece by piece. And, folks, I am so, so very happy about that. Um, I'd also, and while we're waiting for President Trump to come on, I would like to also thank um, Will Trevelyan. Uh, for, for opening up to me. Will Trevelyan sent me an email. I just saw it this morning. Will, I'm sorry I haven't had a chance to respond to you yet. I, wa I read the email as I was getting ready for the show, but he lost his mom two weeks ago, 
Um, and if that wasn't hard enough, his wife is having major cancer complications right now. Uh, so, Will, I want to let you know that you are going to be in my prayers. You're going to be in my family's prayers tonight at our dinner table before we go to bed. I just I can't imagine losing my mom, and I cannot imagine having uh, losing my mom and having this, uh, complications with cancer with my wife at the same time. Um, it must take incredible courage. It must take incredible attention. Um, and 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 you're just you're you're a great great child of God, and, and it makes it, it, it brings tears to my eyes just even thinking about what you must be going through. Uh, of course, I've not lost my mom, and I'm not going through that with my wife, but I understand loss, and I, and I really, 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 really feel uh, for you. So, so, so may God bless you. Uh, may, God, may, may God be there for you to lean on him during these rough times, and uh, you're in our prayers, my friend, for sure. For sure, Will. Um, Having said that, folks, while we're waiting for President Donald J. Trump, I can't think of a better time to just give our attention and our love and our honor right now to God, because without God, President Trump wouldn't be here doing this. I wouldn't be here doing this. Oh, it looks like he's coming up now, so uh, let's go ahead and switch over. Appreciate that. And we'll come back and, and, and finish uh, our, 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 love, our love and our attention to God. I say that I stand before you this morning to announce a very important and very beautiful, I think, development for our freedom and our freedom of speech. And that goes to all Americans. Today, in conjunction with the America First Policy Institute, I'm filing as the lead class representative a major class action lawsuit against the big tech giants, Woo! including Facebook, Google, and Twitter. As well as their CEOs, Mark Zuckerberg, yes, Sundar Pichai of Google, and Jack Dorsey, who I call Please. Osama bin Wannabe. And you know, if he's bringing a lawsuit, we're asking he's the US win. District Court for the Southern District of Florida to order an immediate halt to social media companies' illegal, shameful censorship of the American people, and that's exactly what they're doing. We're demanding an end to the shadow banning, a stop to the silencing, and a stop to the blacklisting, banishing, and canceling that you know so well. Our case will prove this censorship is unlawful, it's unconstitutional, and it's completely un-American. We all know that. We all know that very, very well. Our filing also seeks injunctive relief to allow prompt restitution and really restoration and give me my restitution you can name about 20 other things that it has to be prompt because it's destroying our country of my accounts in addition we are asking the court to impose punitive damages on these social media giants we're going to hold big tech very accountable this is the first of Numerous other lawsuits, I assume, that would follow. This is the lead, and I think it's going to be a very, very important game-changer for our country. It will be a pivotal battle in the defense of the First Amendment, and in the end, I am confident that we will achieve a historic victory for American freedom, and at the same time, freedom of speech. Amen. 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 But guess what? I will not be going back to those platforms, but I will join this so class action lawsuit. I want to thank lawsuit. all of the exceptional legal team behind this effort. 
Uh, in particular, John Cole, we have a lot of the tobacco lawyers, you know. I said, who are the best lawyers? Well, the tobacco lawyers seem to do a very good job, so I figured let's see if they want to do it, and they really wanted to do Woo! it. We have great, great talent. I also want to thank Brooke Rollins, just an outstanding person and friend. She's uh, carrying it out to a level that nobody saw, and she's done it very quickly together with Linda McMahon, a tremendously successful woman who did a incredible job in the administration, one of the best, and everyone at the America First Policy Institute for their support of this vital initiative. From the very beginning of our nation, freedom of speech has always been understood as a bedrock of our liberty, liberty and our strength. In America, we recognize that the freedom to speak our minds and express the truth that is our heart, really, that's really a big chunk of our heart. It is our heart. It is not granted to us by government. It's given to us by Almighty God. God. Woo! One should have the power to take that right away. The Founding Fathers inscribed this right in the very first amendment to our Constitution because they knew that free speech is essential to the prevention and look to the prevention of horror and to the preservation of our Republic. But remember the words, the prevention of horror, because we're very close to seeing that now in our country. We've never been in a position like this and it's all happened very quickly. In the words of the father of our country, although some would like to take that title away from him, George Washington, he will not be canceled. That's right. If freedom of speech... <laughs> if freedom of speech may be taken away, then dumb and silent, we may be led like sheep to the slaughter. Yes, sir. Pretty well known phrase, and so true. Unfortunately, today, this fundamental American right and liberty is under incredible threat and attack by a lot of different sides, but we are the majority side by a lot. Ooh, we let's get them. majority side by far more than anybody would understand. You just have to take a look at what happened in recent elections and Add up the right numbers. You will see a majority like you wouldn't believe. Oh, add up the right numbers. Because nobody can believe what <laughs> some of the things that are being said are. Nobody believes that. Social media has given extraordinary power to a group of big tech giants. That's right. That are working with government, the mainstream media, and a large segment of a political party to silence and suppress the views of the American people. And they've been very, very successful at that. Not in all cases, but in many cases, totally successful. While the social media companies are officially private entities, in recent years they have ceased to be private with the enactment and their historical use of Section 230, which profoundly protects them from liability. Once they got Section 230, they're not private companies anymore. That's right. Use. That's right. No other companies in our country, and even in our country's history, have had protection like this. 
It's, in effect, a massive government subsidy. These companies have been co-opted, coerced, and weaponized by government and by government actors to become the enforcers of illegal, unconstitutional censorship. Government actors, he says. Think about that. Censorship and so many other things that perhaps are even worse. And you'll be seeing that in this lawsuit as it wells its way through the courts. We have all seen Democrats in Congress haul the CEOs of these companies before their committees and attempt to threaten them, bully them, and intimidate them like nobody has been intimidated. But they made a deal. They all get along very nicely now. Thank you very much. Congress has repeatedly told Big Tech that if they do not silence Democrats' political opponents, ban prominent conservative voices, I wonder who that would be, and (laughs) what the left ominously labels as disinformation. And they are the greatest disinformation group of people ever, ever in the world. Ever in the world. As an example, just recently, now they're saying, we never said defund the police. We want to fund the police. Oh, yeah. I looked at poll numbers at 85% against them. No, no, no. We want to we want to take care of the police. They, no, they don't. They wanted to fund the police. And they'll say it thousands and thousands and thousands of times. And by the end of 12 months, you'll all be saying, oh, they love the police. They don't love the police. They actually hate the police. Yes, sir for whatever reason, and it's just a terrible thing. And so many other things. They're changing their views on so many other things, and they just say the opposite. They don't even go to anything. They're just all in unison. A lot of the people sitting right before me understand exactly what I'm saying. They say it right before you, that we want to do this, we want to do that. It's the exact opposite of what they've been saying. Or, the very probably the most famous of all, Russia, Russia, Russia. Russia, Russia, Trump Russia. Loves Russia. He loves Russia. He loves Putin. He loves Russia. And that went on for two years. And some people believed it. But we are going to look so closely and we're going to make sure that the liability protections that they have under Section 230 is at a very minimum changed and maybe at a maximum taken away. The Supreme Court has made it exceedingly clear that Congress is not allowed to coerce private entities into doing what Congress does, and they're not allowed to do it. The lawful authority is just not there. They can't do it. They bully and they coerce. Yet that's exactly what's taking place every single day. It's a flagrant violation of the Constitution going on before our very eyes. And I hate to say this, but they do it with the Supreme Court, too. They play the refs. They play the refs. They talk about all sorts of things they're going to do to Supreme Court justices. We're going to impeach him. We're going to impeach him. We're going to impeach him. And then, lo and behold, all of a sudden, different decisions come out. Or... We're going to enlarge that court to a level that nobody can believe. We are going to take that court and we're going to enlarge it. We're going to, we're going to have 16. We're going to have 20. We're going to, I saw one the other day. We're going to have 24 justices. 
And I guess things happen because all of a sudden decisions come out. They play the ref. They play the ref better than Bobby Knight has ever played the ref. <laughs> and we can't let that happen. And hopefully our Supreme Court justices and other judges and justices, they stand up for our values. And they don't let that happen. In addition, in recent years, we have also seen increasing coordination between big tech giants and government agencies such as the Centers for Disease Control, where so much was wrong, so many things could have been different, but big tech happened to choose the wrong side, and they banned the right side. For example, YouTube's policy explicitly forbids contradicting, quote, health authorities. You know the health authorities. Fortunately, I overrode the health authorities quite a bit. It was a lot of good decisions made. If I didn't, we would have been in much bigger trouble, like you see other countries right now are still in very, very big trouble. Through such coordination, the federal government has essentially deputized social media platforms to become the de facto censorship arm of the U.S. government, which is exactly what's happened. This was especially clear during the pandemic when social media giants began censoring information according to guidance by the CDC, which, as we now know, was very often incorrect or wrong. This censorship is yet another blatant violation of the Constitution. There's so many violations of our Constitution, and you'll see that in the suit, which will also be added to, because other things are happening on a daily basis that will be added as we go along. Consider just some of the information that has been censored in America over the past year. Until recently, Facebook had a policy to eliminate all posts, sharing evidence that the horrible virus emerged from China they said it didn't emerge from the Chinese lab. Wuhan, remember I said Wuhan, it was like a bomb went up. Wuhan came from the Wuhan lab. Of course, there were body bags all outside the lab. Nobody ever mentions that. I wonder why. They said it came a thousand miles away from a bat or it came from another country. They tried to blame Italy. They tried to blame us. But they gave that one up. That was also misinformation. But then it was finally revealed that this was most likely the truth, that it came from the lab. And it was a small little story, but when I said it, it was like a weapon went off, a major weapon. I won't use the, the word weapon, because I never use the word nuclear, but we have to be careful with our leadership, because if we don't have the proper leadership, we're a very perilous state. So we don't use the word nuclear. I never use it, okay? never use it. I never said it. It's called disinformation. Google and YouTube have deleted countless videos that dared to question the judgment of the World Health Organization, which has been wrong so often. It's been a really pipe organ for China, as most of you know. Calling those videos misinformation, including videos that consist of clear scientific fact. Doctors and medical groups have been barred from these platforms for posting about therapeutics such as hydroxychloroquine. Huh. 
That's a familiar name. Which now, most recent studies say, is effective in combating the virus. Three cents a pill. The drug companies don't like three cents a pill. That's right. Three cents a pill is what it costs. Recent studies have come out very strongly in favor. Twitter has censured users simply for using the term illegal alien, which it has labeled as hateful content and just taking you off for whatever reason. You have to see the sentence they took me off for. It's the most loving sentence. It's really amazing. They could have done better because I've had a lot worse. I, I couldn't believe that was the reason. It's, take a look at it. You know exactly the sentence I'm talking about. It's become very famous. People are saying, really? Even the other side said, really? And of course, there is no better evidence that big tech is out of control than the fact that they banned the sitting president of the United States earlier this year. A ban that continues to this day. Continues. So we get the word out, but it's uh, not a fair situation. Very, very bad for this country. Very bad for the world. If they can do it to me, they can do it to anyone. And in fact, that is exactly what they're doing. They're taking people off who don't even realize they were taken off. They have no idea why they were taken off. But what they're doing is incredible and incredibly dangerous. Joining us this morning are just a few of the many Americans who have been illegally banned were silenced under the corrupt regime of censorship. These brave patriots are included in the lawsuit, and thousands more are joining as we speak. I know I will. They're all wanting to join. This will be, I think, will go down as the biggest class action ever filed. Thousands of people want to join. Jen Horton is a school teacher from Fenton, Michigan. Earlier this year, she was kicked off Facebook for sharing a post questioning whether young children should be required to wear masks. She had a question, giving both sides, and actually not negative, just giving both sides. That was enough. At the same time, as Jen was deplatformed, her brother had gone missing, and she was unable to get the word out all of her followers, she had a lot of followers, could not get the word out. And Jen, I want to thank you very much for being here and uh, stepping forward. Takes a lot of courage. Would you like to come up and say something? All right, folks, we are going to go ahead and uh, skip the rest of that speech for now, but you can always go back to Rumble. Don't watch it on YouTube. Go back to Rumble. Watch it on RSBN. Watch it on Newsmax. You're probably recording it if you have DirecTV and and any kind of uh, recording capabilities. I just wanted to get the gist of it out, and the gist of it was that uh, um, President Trump will be filing probably the biggest class action lawsuit in the history of the United States of America. I will be... I'll do whatever I can. I'm going to spend the rest of this week figuring out exactly how to jump on that lawsuit. I'm sure President Trump will lay out exactly how to do that on his website. I'm sure he'll be putting it out on many, many different platforms on how to get involved. He's going to want as many people as he possibly can with testimonies, stories, um, and, and, and horrific horrific stories about how their lives were completely ruined by big tech taking them out. I mean, if you think about it, and I will never go back, by the way. 
I will never go back to Facebook um, just because it's a cesspool of liberal hate and propaganda. However, uh, if you remember, uh, before Live from America really took off, we were getting up to thir over 30,000 live viewers at one time. Imagine the growth. Imagine the growth with 30,000 people contributing to make Live from America bigger and better and stronger. So we were forced to spend thousands and thousands of dollars to facilitate this platform, or this, this show on many different platforms, and, and, and subscribe and, and, and pay for different live options to be able to go here and go there. And, and it's just been a nightmare. It's been a nightmare, but I wouldn't change it for the world because it allowed us to get to here. And look at President Trump. Look how good he looks. Look how thin he looks. Look how awake and energized he looks. I haven't seen him that look that good since, since, since 2015. You know what I mean? I haven't seen him look that well-rested, that strong, and that energized since 2015. He's, he, he's taken some time. He's regrouped. He's re-energized, and now he's coming. And, and those numbers, by the way, I was just watching RSBN's live feed because they happened to be covering it there, and it was up to 180,000 live viewers. Resident Corn Pop could only dream of those kind of numbers. He could only dream of those kind of numbers on YouTube, which is a far superior as far as size goes and resources uh, platform to Rumble. And here on Rumble, President Trump is getting more live viewers than, than, than Resident Corn Pop, the illegitimate president of the United States, could ever get on mainstream media and social media combined. It lets you know the star power of this guy. It lets you know who the American people believe is still the president. And just his, 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 the fact of his, the, way he, the way he speaks and the way he leads is so far superior to, to, the, to the sniffer in chief, the sniffer in thief, <laughs> to the sniffer in thief. Um, so ladies and gentlemen, yes, I will keep you up to date on how you join that class action lawsuit as soon as I figure out exactly uh, how we fit in and where our lane is to get involved in that class action lawsuit. So ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go back to doing... Um, to doing what we were, we're gonna, what we were doing before President Trump came on, and that was giving our honor and our love to the Lord, because it's, it, it needs to start there, it needs to stay there, and it needs to finish there, okay? And today's newsletter um, that I sent out was from Proverbs 22.8. Proverbs 22.8. And it simply says this, Those who plant injustice will harvest disaster. Those who plant injustice will harvest disaster, and their reign of terror will come to an end. That's God's promise, folks. So, so this is what I wrote. Ask yourself, who is planting injustice to this country and our values right now? Yes, there are countries who are involved via the internet, like Russia, Iran, and China, but that's expected. However, our worst enemy is dwelling right here within our borders. Borders that they want to get rid of, actually. This group of people want open borders. They want the right to kill babies all the way up to and after birth. They want to take away all your God-given rights to freedom, privacy, and protection. They want to indoctrinate your children and tell them that sex before the age of 10 is okay. That you have the right to be a boy or a girl no matter what you were born as. That you don't have to listen to your parents. They want to control your finances, control your thoughts and your amb am ambitions. They want to control who you vote for, where you get your news, and your current uh, your uh, current event information. They want to tax your income to take more than half of what you make. 
They want to force you to buy things from them. They want you to they want to force to, you to inject yourself with God knows what. They want to divide you by race, gender, political affiliations, and life choices. They want you to feel like a victim instead of a victor. They want to defund the people that we pay and trust to protect our communities. They want total control over you and everything you see. And they are called Democrats in today's world. In Jesus' day, they were called Pharisees. What happened to them? Their temple in the reign of terror ended quickly. Hundreds and hundreds of years of oppression and lording over their subjects all came crashing down because of one man with heavenly courage. Jesus said that you would be more powerful than him. So together, we have so much heavenly courage and power to stop this, but our thinking has been suppressed by constant indoctrination. It's time we shed that fear. It's time that we take a stand as Jesus did, as we see President Trump doing right now. He did it alone, but he had the almighty, powerful God behind him. And so do you. And so do I. So keep your head up and your chest out and your shoulders back and strap on the full armor of God today because this spiritual war to end the evil of today is just beginning, folks. But it will end soon. In Jesus' name, amen. And the funny thing about that is, folks, is I've spent the last few days highlighting the craziness of the left. I've spent the last few days highlighting exactly what they want. And everything that I just said in that newsletter is everything they want to do. You could not go to a rational person in any country and read that list of things that this political party wants to do or is doing right now to people and have anybody in the world say, yeah, that's great. That sounds great to me. I'd like to have a little bit of that. That sounds amazing to me. No rational, common sense person in this world would say that those lists of, uh, 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 of craziness and evil that I just listed to you is okay. But because they've been indoctrinated and brainwashed so much to be on one side of a political party or another, they can't make up a, co- they can't make up a decision for themselves. They can't. So that is where they, that's where we're left with. Okay. Let's go ahead and let's say the Lord's Prayer and let's get into the show because um, President Trump um, uh, took up the first half of the show and now we've got to try to fit in the rest of the show. But you know what? It's an honor to have, had him, to have him on the show, to have him speak, to have his speech on the show that we could all listen together because usually we're listening to it apart and then we come together and talk about it. Okay? So let's go ahead and remove our hats if we're wearing them. And if you can, please say it loud for everybody around you to hear. Because the day of promoting uh, Jesus, the day of, uh, of screaming, our support and our love for, the, for, for God Almighty is here, folks. It is time to be bold. It is time to be brash. It is time to be right up front with your love for God. So please join me. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo! I can't wait to go back and watch the rest of that speech because I know it's going to be fire. I know all of you guys are fired up. YouTube, Rumble, Roku, Firestick, everybody who's watching live, people who are listening on the podcast, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, uh, TuneIn.com, Radio.com, uh, all of you, are you ready 
Well, let's get ready to rumble, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to go ahead and go with the first and foremost section of today, and then I'm going to read something to you that I promised would make you cry, and it did me this morning. Uh, the first and foremost section of today is also going to be the Dum Dum Award of the day, and I can't tell you how many times I've given this man or this whatever he is the Dum Dum Award and started the first and foremost section with him, but eh, here we go. The Biden administration, ladies and gentlemen, the Biden administration, yes, the pretender in thief, the sniffer in thief himself, has a huge, and I mean huge, you know what, let's go ahead and say a huge, it's a huge lie. They have a huge, huge lie going on right now about job creation. Pretty much everything that comes out of pretend to be press secretary Psycho Jen Psaki's mouth is a lie. We know that everything that comes out of Biden's mouth is just somebody working him like a puppet, and we know everything that cackling Kamala Harris tries to preach is wrong, evil, and complete lies. Okay, we know this already. But the latest big, huge lie, huge lie, ladies and gentlemen, is the job creation numbers. Okay, so the Biden administration actually tweeted out a graphic showing that his fake, phony administration created over 3 million jobs in the first six months and then put that graphic up compared to President Donald J. Trump's first six months, in which uh, Donald Trump created 850,000 jobs. Three million from Biden compared to uh, President Trump's $850,000 in their first six months. Do you want to know why that's a huge lie? I'm going to tell you why that's a huge lie. Because President Trump actually did create 850,000 jobs in his first six months that never existed before. Resident sniffer and thief corn pop created, but didn't actually, allowed 3 million people to go back to work. So what they did is they, they used the coronavirus pandemic to shut down the world. They used it to shut down schools, they used it to shut down businesses, and they took your ability, because we let them, they took your ability to go to work at these jobs away. And then they just so graciously handed you back your right to go back to work. Those should not count as jobs created. If you are going back to a job that's already existed, if you're going back to a job that you had before this crazy left-wing government took your ability to work away, then that is not a job created. That is a job that was sitting idle. That was a job that was collecting cobwebs until you went back to it. So that three million jobs created number that they're touting as a, as a success is a very big, huge lie, padded like crazy, and I'd be willing to bet that not one of those three million um, jobs are actually created jobs. I would be willing to bet an entire week's paycheck says that those jobs, those three million, not one of them was a created job. Every single one of them, unless it was a federal government created job with some Green New Deal crap. But every single one of them was a job that was already existing that they allowed you to go back to after they made you stop working at it. That is the huge lie. This is the, this is the stuff that they try to do. This is the, the, the wool that they try to pull over Americans' eyes, but we're, too, we're not stupid, okay? And, and those of us who used to believe what the government and what the media said, President Trump actually pulled that curtain back and let us see exactly how the government lies to us. Exactly the phony games that the government plays. And President Trump said it himself today when we were listening to that press conference just a few minutes ago. Actors. The government actors. Because that's all they are, folks. Why do you think Hollywood is so in bed with them? They are government actors. Every single one of them is an actor. None of them actually are there to govern for you. 
None of them are there to do the job that you allow them to do. See, we get this, we get this stuff twisted. We allow them to work for us. We pay their salaries. Those buildings that they say that we caused an insurrection in, we own those buildings. They do not. They don't own anything. They don't have the right to tell you anything. And that American value and that pride that we had as red, white, and blue-blooded Americans is finally, is finally coming back, thanks to President Donald Trump, for awakening this sleeping giant. Because that's what we are in this MAGA movement. That's what we are in this America First movement, ladies and gentlemen, is we were a sleeping giant. Even through the Trump presidency, we were still asleep. We were still asleep because we thought we had it made. We didn't, we forgot during that four years. And maybe not forgot, but we set it aside because we were, do you remember when President Donald J. Trump first won? And we were saying, oh, Christmas is back, and, and saying Merry Christmas is back, and, and, and flying your flag out on your, your, your house, that's back. You don't have to be ashamed or, 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 or worried about that anymore. I never was worried or ashamed anyway, but you get what I'm saying, right? We were, so, we were celebrating for four years. We celebrated for four years, and we kind of let our guard down. We kind of let our guard down. And then, coronavirus. Mail-in ballots. No IDs. No signature verification. Stop working. Take your jobs away. Remember when President Trump said the cure cannot be worse than the disease itself? Well, the cure that the left gave us was ten times worse than the disease itself, ladies and gentlemen. So when you see this big lie going around, when you hear your fellow, your, your, your workers, the people that you work with, these liberal know-nothings tell you, well, he created three million jobs, do not let them run that crap on you. It is a lie. It is not true. They took three million jobs away, and then they allowed you to go back to them. Not a single one of those three million um, jobs created are actually a job created. And that's the difference between President Donald J. Trump and resident corn pop, the sniffer and thief. Amen? All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to read something to you before we move on to the next topic of the day. Now, yesterday you saw me show you this book that was sent to me, okay, by Ray Comfort. Now, the beginning of this book, <laughs> I, I started reading it this morning during my devotion time, during my prayer time, and I got to tell you, the beginning of this book was not written... The foreword portion of this book was not written by Ray Comfort, but somebody who helped write the book with him. I started reading this this morning. I did not even get to the introduction part of this book before I wept. And I didn't cry. I didn't shed tears, ladies and gentlemen. I wept. I wept. And you want to know something? I thank God for allowing me to read this this morning because I needed a good cry. I needed to let it all out. I have been bottling up so much stuff with work, with home, with travel, with the tour, with, with this show, with, with everything. I've just been bottling up so much that I needed to ball this morning. I needed to let it out. And, 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 and I know Will Trevilian, he needs to let some stuff out right now. So allow me to read this to you. It's only, it's two quick pages. But if you feel like you've got some stuff pent up inside you, if you feel like you haven't had a good cry in a while, ladies and gentlemen, please shut down everything else around you and give me all your attention for just a few minutes. And I promise you, you're going to let it all out. I promise you. You ready? I need to take a sip of coffee before this. I'm probably going to cry. <clears throat> please share this video. Get it out because I know there's a lot of people out there right now who probably need to do exactly what happened to me this morning. Okay, here we go. On April 7, 2001, the unthinkable happened. 
It was a beautiful sunny day, and my wife and I were out in the backyard taking pictures with our son. Sam, who at the time was almost four, and our daughter Delaney, who was 16 months old. After the hot Florida sun became unbearable, we went inside to cool off. I had been playing with Sam in the living room, and I assumed Delaney, the 16-month-old, uh, was with my wife Becky in the bedroom. After a while, I called out, Honey, is Delaney with you? She responded, I thought she was with you. My blood ran cold. It had been too long to not have heard or seen her. I knew that she had become increasingly curious about the lake behind the house, so I instantly sprinted out the back door toward the lake. As I came over the top of the hill, I saw her. That vivid, horrible image will remain burned in my mind until the day that I die. There was our sweet Delaney floating face down about ten feet from the shore. Oh my God, I yelled. Not breaking stride, I ran down the hill to the shore, and with one bound I reached her. Call an ambulance, I yelled again to my wife. I carried her to shore and laid her pale, limp body on the grass. Our neighbor, an ex-Marine, ran over and immediately began CPR on her, but I knew it was too late. I fell to the ground and from the bottom of my soul. And with all the strength I had in me, I wailed. I don't know if you've actually ever wailed before. I hadn't until that day. I had cried, and I had wept. I would even say that I had agonized, but until that moment, I had never wailed. I can still hear it. How awful it sounded. I could write a hundred books and never adequately describe how I felt. I would only argue that this is the lowest point a human can reach during this lifetime. Once you reach that point, as you would imagine, you never look at anything in life the same ever again. I'm a real bottom line type of guy, so let me tell you what my bottom line is now that, now that this experience is a part of my life. I have two sons now. My life's number one goal is to lead my sons to a saving faith in Jesus Christ. What else is there? A hundred years from now, it won't matter whether they drove a tow truck or a space shuttle. They'll be dead just like Delaney. The only important question is, will they be with Delaney and Becky and me in heaven, or will they be in hell? A hundred years from now, where will your kids be? Where will you be? It has been my pleasure to have Kurt Cameron's friendship for almost 15 years. He's an incredible example of a loving father and a husband and a loyal friend. He and his family embraced us in our tragedy, and for that my family and I are forever grateful. More importantly, Kirk and his ministry partner, Ray Comfort, are wholly committed to fulfilling the command of Jesus Christ to go into all the world and preach the gospel. That's not, their only, that's not only their message, but their mission. In other words, this is what they do, not just what they tell others to do.
Since Delaney died, I've said this countless times, but it never seems to lose its potency. As much as it hurts when I re replay that in my mind, the events of April 7, 2001, I can live with that. I can live the rest of my life here on Earth without my precious little Delaney. <clears throat> and I can bear it. She's well taken care of. In fact, I'll never have a single worry about her again. Because she's in heaven. That's a done deal. And not even Satan can take that away. What I can't bear is the thought of spending eternity without any one of my children. I love them too much not to devote my life to leading them towards a saving faith in Jesus Christ. I don't think that I love my kids any more or less than anyone else. I'm no super dad or no super Christian for that matter. But God has given me a perspective in my life that not everyone shares, and for that I'm thankful. And I intend to do something about it. Life is too short not to. Ugh. So folks, I have not lost a child. I have been part of an abortion before, and that haunts me every day of my life. And I know there's some of you who've lost children because I've read the letters. And when I read that, the first thing I thought of, of course, was my kids. The second thing I thought of was the letters that I've received from you guys who've lost your kids. I didn't want to read that today on, on, on live, but I had to. God directed me to read that this morning for a reason. And ladies and gentlemen, we need Jesus in our lives more now than ever before, and we need to pass that on to our kids so that we can ensure that we spend eternity with our kids in heaven. Period. Period. So thank you for allowing me to read that. I'm sorry that I started crying again. It's just that that kind of stuff hits you right, right in your soul. Sharon Roth on Rumble says, May 31st, 1997, I lost my son and I wailed. Whew. Anyway, folks, <clears throat> moving on from that real quick. We've already got some people in here saying TakeOnBigTech.com is where you can join the lawsuit. So I'll be joining the lawsuit there. TakeOnBigTech.com. Again, that's TakeOnBigTech, all one word, .com, and you can join the lawsuit. Oh, oh ladies and gentlemen, ah, I need a sip of coffee after that one. All right. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much for letting us cry. <clears throat> together and get that out because it gives us a new sense of purpose after that happens. I know this morning after I read that, I had a complete new sense of purpose. I went down and woke up my wife and I said, baby, things are changing. Things are changing. I can feel things changing inside of me. And how the left can want to kill babies 
after reading that, I'll have no clue. They sit there and they preach about, oh, oh, you're going to kill grandma, you're going to kill all these people with you not wearing a mask and blah, 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 but they don't care about killing a defenseless, poor, helpless little baby. That stuff sickens me. And evil will not win. I can tell you, folks, evil will not win. It will never win. It never has, it won't now, and it never will. And as long as you are on this side right here, folks, you are good. <clears throat> Whew. All right. I'm going to highlight a, uh, an America strong business right now. <laughs> uh, because we need some good news. So let's, let, me, uh, let me bring up the page here. I know I've highlighted this business before, but they deserve a highlight again. And that's right here, the Brave American, folks. And the Brave American. And I, and I, pulled, up their, uh, I pulled up their website here. And there it is right there, thebraveamerican.com. I know that they had a promo code. Uh, that, that I'm not in a partnership with them or anything like that. They, I think they just did it because I put their, their, uh, uh, their business on the site. But it's, um, if I think you can put in the pro promo code LFA just like you do with MyPillow.com, then you get, uh, you get some kind of discount. But I wanted to play you uh, a video that's a minute and 27 seconds long from this company. And uh, <clears throat> I'll go ahead and play that now for you. What's going on guys? My name is Matt Smith and I am the co-founder here at Brave American and today I am showing you our small American flag concealment cabinet. I'm going to do a quick product overview so you can see all the ins and outs of this specific product. And starting with the size, this measures out 18 inches by 9.5 inches and is just roughly over 2 inches thick. You can see here, we have three dimensional stars engraved into our blue unions and this has an RFID lock which basically means there's a lock sitting right behind this blue union here, and you wave this card over it, and you'll actually hear it beep when it unlocks. Awesome. When it does that, you can open the product up. Where you're... And inside, you'll see that it comes with a high-density foam, where you can literally cut it out to any shape you want to fit whatever object you're putting in there. This one was specifically cut out for a handgun. Awesome. You can cut them out for whatever you want. Now, I do have to say that these are not a safe. This is simply a concealment cabinet. So if you're putting something high value inside understand that if somebody wants to get into it they can get into it it's made of wood it could easily be broken apart however it is a great cabinet to conceal your objects when you close this up it'll automatically lock just like the way you opened it and it comes with mounting hardware so when you pull it out of the box you can easily mount it on your wall awesome if you have any other questions feel free to reach out to us here at brave american you can purchase this at braveamerican.com BraveAmerican.com, folks. Awesome company, great Americans, great patriots, making amazing things. And uh, make sure you check them out. Let them know that you watched their commercial and you saw their business on the America Strong tab on JeremyHerald.com. And I believe you can get a discount, again, by putting in the promo code LFA. Again, not in partnership with them. I'm just completely behind what they're doing, and I, and I love them. <clears throat> Yes, ladies and gentlemen, people are just now tuning in. The Trump, um, the Trump uh, press conference is now over, and people are just tuning in. So thank you very much uh, for watching that. Thank you for watching it here on Life from America. We did broadcast the first half of it. And again, um, there is a, a class action lawsuit site uh, that we just talked about that you can join, that we can all join, and, um, and we can help join the fight. Okay, <laughs> are you ready? Now that the tears are over, and if you're just joining in the show, we just had a cry fest right here on Live from America. You're definitely going to want to go back and watch that. And if you haven't shared the video yet, please do so now. But let's go ahead and cue that drum roll, shall we? The Smarty Award, July 7th, 2021 on Live from America goes to... 
it actually goes to Pill Cosby. I mean, excuse me, did I say Pill Cosby? I don't mean to make a joke of Bill Cosby. I meant Bill Cosby. Okay, so Bill Cosby, we all know. <laughs> Woo, Bill Cosby. We all know that, that Bill Cosby uh, has been released from prison now because of problems with the trial and the prosecutors and a deal that was made and blah, 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 blah. Long story short, Bill, Bill, Bill Cosby is not in prison anymore. Bill Cosby's out of prison. Um, we didn't, none of us expected that. I didn't expect that. You didn't expect that. We didn't expect him to just get released from prison all of a sudden. Another thing we didn't expect is to him come, for him to come out and start fighting for conservatives. We did not expect him to come out and start fighting for Trump supporters, the MAGA movement, the America First agenda. We didn't expect that. Oh, but he did, and he did in a big way. Let me read for you what Bill Cosby said just hours after being released from prison. He said this, and I quote, The mainstream media are the insurrectionists who stormed the Capitol, trying to demolish the Constitution. Think about that. Now, Bill Cosby's been in Hollywood for a long time. And just judging by what he went to prison for, I'm sure that he knows a lot of dirt on a lot of people. And just hours after he's released from prison, what would make him say this? I'll read it again, and I quote from Bill Cosby. Hours after release from prison, the mainstream media are the real insurrectionists who stormed the Capitol trying to demolish our Constitution. Ladies and gentlemen, what would prompt him to say that? What would prompt Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby, I know that's a joke, but to say that? What would make him come out in just hours? Why not get home? Why not go home? Why not <clears throat> settle back into life? And then put out a documentary or a book or something that he could have made money off of, right? Not that I'm encouraging people to make money off of things, you know, their opinions and, 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 and things like that when it comes to something so deep and heavy, okay? But again, somebody said, uh, uh, JP Mom says, um, what's the angle? Well, that's, the, just, that's just the thing. That's, just, that's, that's the point here. That's my whole point. There doesn't seem to be an angle. There doesn't seem to be an angle because if there was an angle, he would have wrote a book and, and, and put those opinions in there. He would have done a documentary and put those opinions in there. He would have made his news rounds and put his opinions on the news. But he didn't. He said it literally hours after he was released from prison, free and open, not making any money off of it, just straight said it. The mainstream media are the real insurrectionists who stormed the Capitol, trying to demolish our Constitution. I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. But that's why I gave him the Smarty Award of the Day, because he's putting himself at, being, uh, at risk of being suicided. I can tell you that. We all know what happens to high-profile people who speak against the left, the totalitarian left. We all know what happens to them. I mean, look at... Uh, Look at, look at all of them. Look at uh, Epstein. Look at, uh, look at um, McAfee. Look at anybody who's... Look at uh, Seth Rich. Anybody who speaks out against the left ends up getting suicided for some reason, some way, some way, shape, or form. Okay? Maybe he's found God. I don't know. But the fact that he come out and said it with no angle, with no reason, with no rhyme or reason to make any money off of it, 
I'm going to pay attention to this, and I think you guys should pay attention to it as well, because the guy's not lying. He's, he's, he's 100% right. The mainstream media and the left of the real insurrectionists trying to destroy our Constitution, period, point blank. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it, and there's no other argument to it. That is the most truest statement that I've ever heard Bill Cosby make. Maybe he's making jello now. I don't know. But I can tell you what, that was a true statement. All right. Moving on. We've been hearing for a while that banks and utility companies will follow the trend of the left and big tech companies, meaning that banks will start being like the overseer of what you spend your money on that you have in their bank. Utility companies, like the electric company and stuff like that, could actually follow suit with these big tech companies, maybe not soon because of the suit that President Trump and the class action lawsuits bring against them. But can you imagine if your electric company shut your electric off because you were a Trump supporter? Hmm? Can you imagine if your garbage... Your, your garbage truck company wouldn't pick up your garbage because you had a Trump flag outside your house? Can you imagine, ladies and gentlemen, if the people that you bought your heating oil or heating propane from would not deliver you heating oil or propane to heat your homes in the winter because you were a Trump supporter? Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's starting to happen right now. You don't think I'm lying? You think I'm lying? Okay, let me, let me bring it up to you. Um... We know that Bank of America has already, in the past few years, while President Trump was president, we already know that Bank of America and other large institutions like Chase Bank and stuff like that have already shut people off like Laura Loomer and others. Right, Joey Gibson from Patriot Prayer? We know that banks said you can no longer bank with us because of your political affiliation? Okay, good, you know, good riddance. I'll take my money out and I'll take it somewhere else. We already know that's happened. Okay, but check this out. <laughs> Barclays Bank, Barclays Bank, B-A-R-K-L-A-Y-S. They're doing this in the U.K. right now, but again, you know what? You already know what happens, folks. Anything that happens over there quickly makes its way over here, especially in countries where they don't have freedom of speech and things like that, and I don't believe that the U.K. does anymore. But Barclays Bank is now putting restrictions on where you can use your debit card, meaning if you are donating to right-wing uh uh, podcast hosts, if you are donating to people like, you know, people that make their rounds and do and do speeches like Ben Shapiro and stuff like that, Barclays Bank is already putting um, restrictions on where your debit card will go through and where it won't go through, basically holding your money hostage and telling you where that, th where you can spend it and where you can't spend it, where it's acceptable as the overlords where you hold your money. They are now telling you where you can spend your money and where you can't spend your money. Think about that. So now banking and utility companies are starting to follow the trend of big tech. Where does this end, folks? I can tell you where it ends. It ends in a very, very bad place. And we already went through this as a country once before. The North and the South. That's where it ends. That's where it is. People say, I use uh, my credit union. Capital One is owned by China. Uh, don't do not buy smart appliances. The government can control them. Um, Denise says that's BS. You should be able to donate your money wherever you want to. Exactly. But the thing about it is, folks, is these large institutions, especially banking companies, you know they are behind the scenes of everything. They control everything. And if you have your money in there, what's to stop them from just saying, "Oh, I'm taking your money"? Right now, it's you can't spend your debit card. You can't use your debit card with these companies. But where does it end? Uh, we're just going to confiscate your money. So, sorry, see you later. Take us to court. It's a scary place, folks. It's a scary place. I watched a video the other day where a guy said that he doesn't use a debit card. He said using a debit card is one of the worst things you can do. He said, I don't spend my money. 
Think about that. He said, my money is in investment firms and collecting interest places. I don't spend my money. He says, I use credit cards and I pay them off before the interest accrues. He says, I spend their money. Why would I spend my money when I can spend their money and just pay it off real quick? I never, ever spend my money. He says, my bank does not have the access to my money. My money is making money. I spend their money. And I thought about that and I go, wait a minute. Wow. That guy's on to something. I mean, it's the most basic thought, right? And all of us are told, are meant to believe credit cards are bad. Credit cards are bad because you end up paying more and you end up paying more. But not if you pay it off quick. See what I'm saying? He says, I don't spend my money. I spend their money. And I just pay them back. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. And he's a billionaire. So, you know, be careful of where you put your money, folks. Be careful of where you put your money. Because it's starting to get worse and worse and worse. Um, Bargain Queen on Rumble says, that's what, we, that's what we do. And we get reward points for free money. Exactly. JP Mom says, I use cash. Um, Amy says, yes, I treat credit cards like cash. And Heels Gal says, done with Capital One. And folks, I, and, and keep your comments coming through, folks, because I read them, and I even go back and I read them afterwards, and I love hearing what you guys have to say. A lot of times you guys educate and inspire me, so just throwing that out there. All right, switching gears here, folks, because we're already past an hour, but that's okay because we highlighted President Trump. Pennsylvania State Senator and rising star Doug Mastriano, you guys already know the deal. He's already met with GOP senators. He says he's got enough committee votes to be able to start subpoenaing. He's going to start subpoena, uh, uh, start um, sending out requests. He, they're given a three-week window, and they're given a three-week window so, so the courts will say they had enough time, so there can't be any fighting about that. They're given a three-week window for York County and uh, whatever county Philadelphia is in, I can't remember, and, and, uh, and, and another county, I can't, I can't even think of the name, Chewbacca or something like that. And I'm sorry for not having the, uh, the actual names of the counties. I was just in a hurry, and I knew President Trump was coming on, and I just threw it down there. But the fact of the matter is that Doug Mastriano says he's already got the votes to start uh, requesting the equipment, the ballots, anything that had to do with the election, and he's giving them three weeks or else the subpoenas are going to start. Once the subpoenas start, ladies and gentlemen, I promise you, I promise you this right now, Pennsylvania, with, with Doug Mastriano and all the, 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 uh, the Republican-led Senate and House there, they will have a forensic audit, much like the Arizona audit. The best thing about this one, though, folks, is they already... They, they've been in contact with, they, they've made the pilgrimage out to Arizona, they understand how they did it, but now they're going to be able to do all the things right that Arizona might have done wrong. They're already 10 steps ahead of where Arizona was when they started this. Okay? And I guarantee you, mark my words, this is what's going to happen. Arizona is going to decertify and call their electors back. Pennsylvania will end up decertifying and call their electors back. And Georgia will decertify and call their electors back, which means that no president actually made 270. Where we go from there, I don't know. I can't, I can't predict anything because I tried to predict, according to law and according to our Constitution, what happened before January 20th of this year. The courts let us down, and I was a 1,000% wrong, as I'm sure all of you were too. We did not expect our court systems to let us down like that. But I guarantee you, that we don't have to rely on the court systems to have the, the Republican-led legislature in each one of these states decertify and call their electors back. Then we go from there. Once we get to that bridge, we will cross it. But a big shout-out, a big shout-out to Senator Doug Mastriano 
and all of the people in Pennsylvania, uh, AuditTheVotePA.com, all of you folks, everybody that I met in PA, all of your guys' efforts are finally paying off, and I want to say God bless you. Continue to keep doing what you're doing. Fulton County in Georgia is going to be next. A full statewide audit is going to happen in Arizona as well. Folks, this is just the beginning. We need to keep up the fight. We need to keep being loud. We need to keep making sure that we are on this, being determined, and being loyal to the truth. If we're loyal to the truth and we only seek the truth, then God will play out the rest. Only seek the truth. Do not seek to overturn. Do not seek to force Donald Trump back in the office. Seek the truth, and the rest, ladies and gentlemen, will be worked out by God Almighty himself. That is my advice to you. That's my advice to you. All right, I want to play two things. I'm skipping a bunch of stuff because we're so late in the show, and I have a daddy-daughter date for lunch with my four-year-old who's super excited, so I do not want to be late, and that's at 12.30. So I want to play two things for you real quick. Number one is going to be an audio because I do not have the video of it, or I have the video of it, but I have it in a place where it, I can't show it because it won't come up on the screen for whatever reason. So I'll play this as loud as I can. This is from Dr. Kerry Madej. Dr. Kerry Madej talks about what is in this vaccine that you all need to hear about. It's about a four or five minute video or audio, but it is very scary, and I think you all need to hear it. So let me just pull this up here real quick. Some scary stories, but don't worry. I'm going to tell you some amazing things after I tell you those. So for those of you that don't know me, I, I uh, put a video out called Human 2.0. It's a 20-minute video. If you haven't seen that or your family or friends haven't seen them, just go to the alternative media platforms, look for Human 2.0, and that'll pop up. So I, uh, I began to know about these things that they falsely call vaccines, these injections, because I attended scientific and business owners meetings about seven years ago. These, uh, these meetings I was recruited to, and... Uh, they thought that I could be on their side, pretty much. These meetings are about what is happening right this very moment around the world. This is the plan for all of us. This is the plan for everybody around the world. It has something to do with a, uh, a topic called transhumanism, which is also known as Human 2.0. So what is that? I alluded to that a little bit earlier. It's literally the melding of your human, organic, natural-born body with artificial intelligence. They believe when we do this that it can be fantastic for everybody. It's a very futuristic way of becoming a human. Just if you, uh, if you wanted to learn a new language, you would just be downloaded into your brain and voila, you know the new language. If you wanted to know karate, it would be downloaded into your brain and voila, you would know karate. They're going to sell it to you like that. They're going to sell it to you that if you have these this artificial intelligence inside of your body that you would be able to cure your cancer. That it would find out a tumor and would eradicate it. That would be nice. If you tore your tendon in your knee, these little artificial intelligence, also now called nanobots would be able to go there and fix your tendon or your knee. That would be nice as well, right? But there's always a price to pay for everything. What do you think that price is? That price, that price is once you give up that sovereignty of your human body, once you give up 
that access to your brain, to your memories, to your dreams, to your thoughts. And it's a two-way communication that forever, once that happens, there will be constant surveillance, constant monitoring, no, you would not have any privacy, no autonomy. They would also, they also believe that this is the way that they can create a new world, a nicer world, a world without racism, without division, because they could alter the way you behave. This sounds really crazy, I know, but just know that it is already in the works as we speak. Right now, in West Africa, right this very second, these poor people are being experimented on. Who's it, doing it? That's true. Gavi, G-A-V-I, Bill Gates. We've talked about them before. Also, MasterCard and Trust Stamp, which is an artificial intelligence program. All three are doing it to the poor people. Yep. So in this program, they're giving them the COVID shots. They're also, inside the shots, it has their digital ID. That's like a barcode, like your product in the store. It can scan over your arm. They all have a number, like a cow, like chattel, like property. They also, within that digital ID, on their human body, they are able to download all of their medical information and their vaccination history. And if you don't get this shot, you are locked out of the system. That means you do not get your money. They call it, in quotations, a war on cash because they want you to be linked in with their system, which gives you a number. Now, in their own words, in their own words, they say that this technology with this artificial intelligence they're injecting into the people, they say that they plan to use it for surveillance, which is spying, as well as predictive policing. Hmm. That's like the Tom Cruise Minority Report. Hmm. This is frightening. They are admitting at this very moment their plan and intention for using the technology inside of these injections has nothing to do about making you healthy. It's not about making you a better person. It's about spying on you and doing predictive policing. Now, I'm going to stop it right there. Because, remember yesterday I said, isn't it really weird? Don't you feel something is wrong? That they are going door to door? That they are having a 24-7, 365 uh, uh, PR campaign about taking this thing? That they're pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. They're allowing kids to take it without their parents' consent. That they're doing whatever they can. They're giving away free cheeseburgers, free lollipops. They're giving away you know, free masks. Whatever it is that they're giving away. They're trying to incentivize you. They're giving away lottery. They're giving away millions of dollars for people to take it. Why? Why? Again, folks, if there was no such thing as news, none of us would know that this COVID ever existed. Because it wasn't killing people at alarming rates. Nobody knew. Nobody knew in the, in, until the fear-mongering came. And now, the fear-mongering about taking this shot, the Delta variant, the Lambden variant, the, the Justice League variant, it just keeps going and it keeps going and it keeps going. Why is there a 100% effort to get you to take this? Especially when it's still in clinical trials. She just laid it out. She's a doctor. 
She just laid it out. Now, if you continue to watch that speech, she'll tell you how she was part, of, years ago, in 2015, she was part of a small group of people that, 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 that was told this, that was told this, and said that these people in this room would have immunity from getting it. What am I talking about? The chip. Call us conspiracy theories all you want. Call us tinfoil hats all you want. But the sheer fact that you know in your gut that something is wrong here, how they're pushing it, why they're pushing it so hard, stuff like this could only be the reason why. Now, here's the other thing. Tucker Carlson reported that this is not only the biggest hoax in the history of the world, but he showed that the average age of death from COVID, after we've got all this data now, coming straight from the CDC, is nine, uh, 78 years old. The average age of people dying, ladies and gentlemen, from COVID is 78 years old. But the problem with that is that the national life expectancy in this country is 77 years old. So the average age of people dying from COVID is one year later than the average life expectancy. Now, every death matters. I get it, including babies' lives, right? Right, left? Every death matters. I'm not trying to diminish the people that have died from it. What I'm saying is we've shut down the entire Western world. We've shut down the entire Western value system. We've taken kids out of school. We've destroyed them. We've destroyed their childhood. We've destroyed their youth and their innocence. We've masked them. We've given them diseases. We've brainwashed them and we indoctrinated them. We've destroyed communities. We've destroyed businesses. We've destroyed 401ks and savings and, 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 and retirement plans. We've destroyed everything over a disease that the average death is 78 years old, but our life expectancy together average in this country is only 77? Think about the craziness, folks. We're not conspiracy theorists. We're common sense thinking people, and we're like, what the heck is going on? What in the heck is going on? You know what's going on. I know what's going on. And that is why uh, uh, YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all of these big tech companies are shutting you up for saying anything. That's crazy, right, folks? That's crazy. So we are going to end today's show with some, some a good video. We're going to end, end the show with some American pride, okay? We're going to end, ladies and gentlemen, with some strong courage because, you know, courage is contagious. So we're going to, and we don't have to look any further than Congresswoman Lauren Boebert from Colorado for that courage. This is incredible what she says here. And this is exactly the kind of stuff that I would be saying if I was on the House floor as well. So this is Congressman Lauren Boebert, Congresswoman I should say, Lauren Boebert, on the House floor just giving it to the Democrats. Check this out. Madam Speaker, I want to begin this evening by thanking my Democrat colleagues <laughs> for their outstanding work and encouraging millions of Americans to celebrate their Second Amendment rights by purchasing their first, second, or even 100th firearm. From the left's riots in cities across America to Biden's threats to strip away our basic constitutional rights, Democrats are single-handedly responsible for the sale of tens of millions of firearms. Bravo. Well done. And I hear that the interest has begun to peak when it comes to the sale of F-15s. <laughs> now, I have some questions for these freedom haters. 
When are you going to call on the chief executive, the basement dweller, to hold his own son accountable for his gun crimes? Hunter Biden lied on a federal firearms application, which is punishable by up to 10 years and a $250,000 fine, of which 10% will not be going to the big guy. Oh, she roasts him. for thee, but not for my crackhead, parmesan-smoking, gun criminal son. <laughs> what about the disposal, the disposal of Hunter Biden's gun in a back alley dumpster? And why was the Secret Service involved in locating this firearm? Can you just imagine for half a second if Donald Trump Jr. was involved in firearms crimes and his dad ordered the Secret Service to cover it up? That's just the start of the hypocrisy. Biden will call widely purchased firearms weapons of war, but then he'll tell you that you need an F-15 or a nuke to keep the federal government in check. He will target so-called merchants of death, but celebrate the 600 abortion clinics across America. This regime will encourage riots defund the police, and try to take away Americans' right to self-defense. Madam Speaker, the American people are not on board with the Biden regime's hypocritical gun crabbing. Instead, they are buying guns at a record rate. So my colleagues from the other side, they can keep running their mouths, and we will keep adding to our arsenals. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen. I yield back. <laughs> she said your crackhead parmesan smoking gun criminal son <laughs> you keep t you keep t you keep talking about your anti-freedom and this that, and the other and we'll keep adding to our arsenals man do i love her i'd love to have her on the show i just talked to the president and the owner of real america's voice news today he's putting putting me together with his team this afternoon and we're going to work on uh doing the final touches on getting me on Real America's Voice News, and I think that once I make that transition to being on a, 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 on a network like that, I'll have the ability to be able to bring in some pretty high-profile guests, so prayers for that, folks, because uh, Live from America is just getting started. Just getting started. Ladies and gentlemen, if you do, go to MyPillow.com, and if you get any of uh, Mike Lindell's new items to uh, to support him and to support his effort, please make sure you put in the promo code LFA. You get 30% off right now on the pillow mattress top, and you get buy one, get one free Giza sheets, and you also get free pillows if you buy that mattress top, plus you put in the, L, uh, the, uh, the LFA promo code. And you get even more discounts, and I share in that revenue as well. So thank you very much, and please go to JeremyHerald.com. Check out the America Strong page. Get some merchandise, or even think about becoming a monthly donor, because all of that helps the efforts right here on Live from America. So ladies and gentlemen, there are right ways, and there are wrong ways. But guess what? There's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tonight, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, for more Live from America. Remember, go check out that site. Join that lawsuit. I'm going to do it as well. Let's keep up the good fight. God bless you. I'm going to go have lunch with my daughter right now, and I'll see you guys in just a few short hours. Love you. God bless. Have a great day. Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America.